GWB Nation. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Today's episode is Killing It with Kaylee. We have Kaylee Matthews on the show, and she's just an incredible, wonderful, intelligent, just an intentional human being, and we are so thrilled Jake and I get to interview her to hear about her story, what she's doing in the fall, what her ministry is taking to her, uh, get, taking her and leading her, and we're just so excited to hear her story. And we go into some really funny things about Dollywood. We talk about living on campus life. We talk about her ministry. There's a lot of really cool stuff with navigators at UGA. So make sure you listen to today's episode with Killing It, Kaylee. And before the episode gets started, don't forget to go like us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating. Leave us a review. It helps the channel out tremendously. We're also on Podbean. So if you're not into Apple, follow us on Podbean. Listen to the podcast there with GWB. And also we're on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. It helps us a lot. DM us questions, topics, if you want to be a guest. It's just our way to talk to our fans. And so we love y'all. We appreciate it. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Great White Buffalo. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo. The great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. All right, GWB Nation, this is your host, Ben Mayfield. Today, we have ourselves an incredible episode. I'm already giggling. I'm laughing. We have my boy, longtime podcaster, Mr. Jake Riggs. What's up, guys? And first timer on the podcast, good friend of the show, incredible human being, Miss Kaylee Matthews. Give it up. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Kaylee, you excited for today's show? I'm so excited. Are you, this is your, have you listened to the Great White Buffalo podcast? I have actually listened so it has you never been it? explained to me why it is called the white buffalo actually so. Jay, do you know why it's the great white buffalo we were talking about this uh when we were kind of pitching the idea of kind of figure out what this was going to be about and the great white buffalo is a really rare animal and right. so uh, i think that's something that we all kind of search for in life are like r- rare moments and uh that's just kind of maybe how it You've you stumbled upon it. Well, that that's the deeper meaning of the great white buffalo. Oh, the, the more, oh yeah, the real <laughs> oh the real reason. <laughs> the more shallow reason yeah. is back when I was in college. Is that the picture? That's the picture. That's the, right that's there? the great white buffalo. Okay, uh, if you look on our Instagram, we'll put a picture. Did you paint that? No, no I, you got to listen. This I, is a great story. So I've told it in a, a different episode. So I'll keep the like the short version. But basically, I was on a church trip on a ski trip. And we had this inside joke of the great white buffalo, which was like the girl that got away, and like you know you, you let her get away. So like because it's so rare, you know you can interchange a great white buffalo and unicorn. It's like the same. Yeah, okay, thing. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Except one actually exists. Yeah, the great white buffalo. Yeah, yeah. The well, unicorns don't exist. Well, well I mean, debatable. Uh, debatable oh. depends on what universe you're in. Oh, got it. Um, Harry Potter world, absolutely. Voldemort and Dragon Blood. Anyways, uh, and so we're in there, and this painting of the great white buffalo is on the wall. And I was like, I absolutely have to have that. Like, I got to get it. And so I, it was bolted into the wall, so I couldn't just steal it, which was a thought. And I was on a church trip. Mm-hmm. And so I convinced the owner by lying and manipulating. This oh God, I feel so bad. I asked the waitress what his hobbies were. And he said, or she said, the, his hobbies are um, soccer. He has a little league soccer team. 
and his hobbies are the NFL Carolina Panthers. And so I was like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm a coach for a Little League soccer team, you know, and we're in North Georgia. We just up, this is making up yeah, all this nonsense. Yes, I made up all this thing. I said our team name are the Buffaloes, and we have white uniforms, so like the white Buffaloes. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah, you know. Da, 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 da. And I was like, wow, man, what about the Panthers? And he's like, what? You like the Panthers? And I was like, yeah, I love the Panthers. <laughs> and all the youth kids are laughing. The youth <laughs> leaders are laughing. And so he goes and gets a drill, takes it off the wall and says, hey, man, this is all you. And I was like, what? And so like we're all laughing. I had the Great White Buffalo painting. And then the youth minister, Chris Davis, shout out to Chris, looked at me and was like, that was really funny. Except for the fact that you lied and manipulated <laughs> To get this painting, <laughs> and I was like, Chris always does his best to make sure that you live your life with integrity. Now, now I will say though, it is true; it's a very true statement, Jake. But he was encouraging; he was laughing. He oh, I'm was, sure he, he was. was agging it on, <laughs> and I'm then sure I did was. it, and then he was like, "Ooh, guilt trip, got him." <laughs> and so, I the hardest thing. This is one of the th- reasons why I like calling it. It's like one of the hardest things I've ever done is look at someone dead in the eyes and go. I lied to you, like straight up. Just I had it. I was like, I lied to you. Just to get this picture. Just to get a painting, and then I I compromised my integrity. I compromised who I wanted to be, who I thought I was going to be on this journey, just to get a painting. And like I lied. So you said that. Yeah, to to the oh, you actually told him. Yeah, straight up. Um, And he appreciated. So thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Da da da. He said, "Don't worry about it. You know, just keep it." I think he was a little bit in shock, and we're about to head out. Thank the Lord. But I did go get a sharpie. And have him and the waitress, because the waitress was hilarious, and had them both sign the back of it. Oh, nice. Wow. So, so it was a little bit of redemption. So, some of the hardest things we have to do is open up. You know, in this podcast, I try to get people to open up, tell yeah. funny stories, tell deep <laughs> stories, and so sometimes it's hard to do. But the buffalo is a reminder that we can all do that. Boom. Yeah, we can all cool. we can all reach something that's that's rare, that's hard to catch, unattainable. But today, yeah, <laughs> is all about Kaylee Matthews. So, Kaylee, you're from Cumming, Georgia? I am. And how do you know Jake? Because you and Jake know each other a little longer than I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, I think you were there at church before I started coming back regularly, but. Yeah, I I work uh, at a church where Kaylee was a member of their student ministry, Um, but we really didn't start getting to know each other. I think you were real involved in athletics, so you weren't able to really make it to Sunday nights a lot. Um, so I think it was maybe your junior year, junior year you started yeah. kind of rolling back into student ministry. Yeah. Liz and I were on, so my friend Liz and I Shout were on the same, Liz. yeah, we're on the same soccer team. And then, but we hadn't been consistently to youth at church and since like seventh grade when we did confirmation. And so we were like, yo, I'll go if you go. And so we did. And then oh, they challenged each other. We did. That, was that we Liz Hurd? That is Liz Hurd. Oh, Liz Hurd. Shout out to Liz. Elizabeth Hurd. Yep. yep. I didn't know y'all were like OG soccer like, buddies. Yeah, we go. They were OG soccer buddies. They were OG confirmation buddies. They were OG uh, cornhole partners. True. Oh. They, they, yeah. We went to preschool at the church. So yeah. our families have known each other for a really long time. Dang. Yeah. And so they started rolling back cut. into youth. And then uh, we really got to know each other our first time we went on a, a mission trip together one summer uh, to Appalachia. And there was a lot of, a lot of siding work yeah. involved, a <laughs> yeah, lot of cornhole involved, a lot of picking on uh, our, one of our youth leaders involved mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we, bonded, <laughs> we bonded over those three things. Yeah. I will say, when in a social setting like church, college, real world, 
if there's someone in a group that you can all like pitch in and pick on, it makes the group stronger. I know that sounds horrible, but it's absolutely true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, like, and you yeah. can pick on that person with hate, and everybody hates that person, or you could try to pick on them with love, and everybody picks on that's, them. That's that's kind of how it was with us. We oh, weren't sure. we weren't hating on a guy. We were we were we were picking on him because we liked him, mm-hmm. and he could take it and he could throw it back oh, out definitely. at us too. So yeah. it was like a fun little ribbing thing. Uh, but yeah, and then we we also share a love of uh, I think worship music yep, together. For we're, sure, we're very uh, in tune with each other's like style of what we mm-hmm. like to listen to and what we like to play together. Kaylee plays guitar and I play guitar, so we just kind of oh, we I just got some guitar. we yeah, just got I some do. things that we just kind of fit in together. No, no, Game night too. Game nights, that's right. Yes. I can play the cajon, but I am more talented with a guitar than a cajon. For real? For real. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like like slapping the bass, you can just like strum for Mm -hmm. days. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Kaylee is also one of the most competitive people (laughs) I've ever met in my life. Just in like a normal setting, just super chill. Easy, com- easy to have conversations Sweet, with. Friendly person. You, you get into a competitive mode with some sort of game. I will slice your <laughs> well, Sometimes, sometimes her, sometimes she, uh, she gets a little too big for her britches. It's true. And she'll, happen. she'll, she'll try to, she'll talk, she'll talk too much, and sometimes can't back it up. I'm yeah. being real. That's, <laughs> fair, that's fair. I can take it. I can take it. Yeah. I remember we were playing pickleball one time in the gym. Okay. I'm and, not great at pickleball. Kaylee, well, first that's of all. not what you said okay. before we played. <laughs> there it is. She was like, They're not what she said. Oh, she got, oh, I'm athletic. You're just, you know, tubby tubby over there. You, you can't play <laughs> okay, pickleball. First of all, I've I don't never remember said her saying that. that. I never no, said that. Did. I said, did not. said it with her undertone. Uh-huh. Oh, got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, got it. And she's like, This guy, he's going to have an asthma attack halfway <laughs> through the game. Like, she can't, he can't beat me, which was halfway true. That's yeah. semi true. But. Nah, she's terrible at pickleball. I destroyed her. She has no she's really good at soccer. Still learning on my hand-eye coordination. That's, you know, yeah, working yeah. on it. I'm she's, on it. She spent her whole life working on her foot-eye coordination. She didn't have to worry about hand-eye. That's yeah, true. true. So now... Well, and she yeah. plays spike ball. She's, I do. She says she's really good at spike I'm ball. I'm actually... I think that I'm actually pretty good at spike ball. Oh, Definitely, man. like, in comparison to pickleball, pickleball is very low. <laughs> Any extension of my hands on a sport is, like, baseball... Not good. Wiffle ball, like, doesn't matter how fast the ball is coming, I will still miss relatively <laughs> consistently. So, are you the person that misses the T ball? Like, when it's sitting there? I have up done there? that before. Yep, for sure. Oh, my God. So, that's why she played soccer. That is, that played is soccer. why I played soccer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead. Kaylee Matthews for the just graduated college. It's true. At the University go of dogs. Georgia. Go, dogs. Uh, unless you don't want the dogs, and that's fine. No, definitely uh, still go dogs. Uh, still, still go dogs. <laughs> still go dogs. Okay, okay. So why did you choose UGA? Like, give us get, get a mindset of all the seniors. A lot of high schoolers listen to this. A lot uh-huh. of people have been in college. A lot of adults, and we all try to remember why we went to the university, or why we went to a college, or why we went to the workforce. What made you want to go to school, and why did you choose UGA? Well, first of all. In case you were unfamiliar, the University of Georgia is the best college in the country. So that's probably there why it is. I went. Just, just talking. Just <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I love the University of Georgia too, but I'm not going to say it's the best. That's a that's okay. a very, very yeah. subjective fair. thing to say. And I will own that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it actually, right, on some for like some scale, I think it's 13th in the nation. I will so, say, I will say, there's you, a lot of different. You graduated from the University I of have. Georgia. Which gives you way more stock than people who've never actually been to the University of Georgia. Or Absolutely. Like, go dogs. And like, it's only because you could spell the word dog that you support them. 
Yeah, I, well, I, I, I know a guy it, that so. graduated from the medical school of UGA. Okay. And they have a very reputable medical school. So, I mean, you can say things like that. It's not just saying it to like kind of rub it in people's faces, uh-huh. but it is an incredible academic program. So, I, I They're agree. gym dogs? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. Most successful sports program at UGA. Football team isn't bad, but you know, they... Not bad. We're just, we're working on it. Can't. Can't close the deal. Can't quite do it. It's like the state next to us or something. Is, is I know. Is that Tennessee? I mean, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Closer. There's another state. There's another state. Atlantic Ocean beats us. Mm, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> Although I think that would be just about anybody. Yeah, that's true. It's a yeah. little overwhelming. Yeah, it's yeah, a little right. overwhelming. So why did you choose Eugene? So I chose. So that's actually a funny story. Um, the University of Georgia was the only in-state school I applied for when I was applying for colleges and I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there. I was like trying to go out of state. Um, but I think that's because I had heard just a lot of people from my high school just talk poorly about UGA, but I I never really understood why. And so then when decisions started coming out, like early decision and people that I, that I went into classes with that were really intelligent started getting deferred or, uh, and stuff like that. I was like, oh, it's a competitive university. Like, there what? it is. There uh, it is. There her competitive spirit <laughs> came out. And, and just, I had grown up. My, so my grandpa went to the University of Georgia. My mom was raised a Georgia fan. And so every Saturday when Georgia was playing, Georgia football was on. And I loved, I loved watching Georgia football. And so there were, I think, like the 2008 ish years, Matthew Stafford and Noshawn Marino and, AJ Green were all playing on the same team, and I was like, that was an incredible. It was a highlight was like, factory. It was so good. It was, it was insane how good Nosha Marino was. Oh my gosh. Running the ball, super athletic. AJ Green ended up being a top draft pick. Like it just just a just a highlight factory. Oh yeah. Do you know who the quarterback was in the 2009 season? Is there's a quarterback named Joe Cox. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, that. I, remember I do Joe remember Cox. him. He only played it, one it, season. Was yeah, yeah. I um I remember I remember like the talk about him, and then it just. Uh, he, was, he kind of fizzled, and yeah, then did Aaron, did Aaron Murray step in after that? Who was after that? I think Matthew Stafford was after him. No, Matthew Stafford, I think, was before Joe. Uh-oh. Yeah, we might have so to much, fact so check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so keep going. Okay, so yeah, and then um, one of my good friends was going, and so we were talking about living together, and um, I was still waiting to see decisions roll out from a few other colleges but the more that I started thinking about it the more I was like oh my sister is still in high school I'd like to be close to keep watching her play soccer and what's um, the age difference so it's 21 months but two school years so when you were a senior she was a sophomore correct yeah yeah Yeah. so and all of that and being my grandparents live really close to my house and so just being able to be close to them but just far enough away because it's about an hour and a half from here I just it started growing on me. Um, so, yeah, I was like, you know, uh, I didn't have a major. And so the University of Georgia seemed like a good place to go and not know what I was doing and had a lot of options. So, I yeah. And it was beautiful. And what was, what was your major? So I ended up deciding August or sorry, October of my freshman year to do criminal justice and psychology. I minored Ooh. in Spanish and finished it out. So... It was really fun. This is where I wish I could insert the Law and Order theme song. Gung gung. Today's case is Kaylee Matthews, criminal <laughs> justice major. But so, all that said, you graduate with that stuff. That's not what you're doing right now. No, no, it's not. What are you doing right now? So well, I. What was your initial plan, though? Oh, Cause, sure. 
because then because your initial plan was to be a CIA agent. <laughs> yeah, Ben like she was going to work at Langley. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Lang- for, no. Um, I was thinking though, I was thinking FBI or some kind of federal law enforcement, but knew I probably wouldn't be able to do that right out of college, and so I was thinking just some form of lower level law enforcement, like state or even local. And then um, definite lawyer was on the table for a little bit, but then was like definitely off the table. And now it's back on the table, complicated. But um, I got involved really early on in a Christian ministry called the Navigators at UGA. And so I'm going on staff with them next year. All right. Tell us a little more about Navigators because I'm familiar with Wesley College Ministry. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's semi-similar to that. Right. Yeah, so the Navigator's slogan is to know Christ, to make him known, and to help others do the same. So just this kind of generational mindset behind first when we meet students, we want them to know Jesus and to make sure that they understand that they can have a relationship and how to do that, and then train them to make him known, to share the gospel with people, to make them comfortable with that, that they can do that relationally. And also just kind of like random on the street that they have an illustration to be able to do that with people easily. And then to help others do the same, that then we would build them up and train them so that they can teach someone else how to know Jesus to make him known and then train someone else to do the same and the same. So just this idea of discipleship stretching all the way back from Jesus and then hopefully that thousands of people would be after every student because of their investment in one other person. So that's kind of big picture what the navigator seeks to do. I think it's a really cool thing because I think a lot of times we get into this mode of we we go to church on Sunday and then we lead, lead our regular life during the week and then we'll go back to church right. on Sunday. And we don't um, dive into a relationship that is focused on discipleship. Um, we We don't talk about our faith in the workplace. We don't talk about our faith at school. We are afraid to maybe mention those things, maybe because we don't know how to back up the way that the things that we believe in. And so when I hear about what Kaylee is getting to do and the way the Navigators works, is you're really making your relationship focused on a discipleship, not just for yourself, but for other people. Mm -hmm. And so you're you're really answering that call of the Great Commission to go into the world and to make Christ known but to also further your own relationship. It's a really encouraging thing to hear that that somebody I know and care about, not just somebody I know and care about, but all of these people who are invested in something like this mm-hmm. and making it their lives, like it, it impacted this girl so much that she derailed <laughs> her plans to do it. That's what I think that's, that's an amazing thing that you, you were just able to put aside the things that you had planned because that's what we do. We plan out our mm-hmm. lives. And, but then Jesus was like, this is what I have for you. And you were, you were able and willing, you were in a place that you could say, okay, I get that. I see that. And I hear that. And so I'm going to do that because that's what he called us to do. Yeah. I just think that's awesome. And, it's, and you're not in an easy situation because, you know, teaching or lawyer or, FBI, whatever profession, you go into the workforce. Right. You know, you, you apply, you go for a job, and then you get a salary. Whereas Navigators is a lot of faith, you know, trusting the faith that others will give, that you have people who will help you 
work on your mission that will give to you mm-hmm. and that's super scary <laughs> yep <laughs> like i mean the, the the reason you went to college is to get a degree to make you a little more knowledgeable about a certain topic so you can go get a job and be you know a force to be reckoned with in that you know mm-hmm. field instead you go okay well i'm going to use this knowledge of fate that i learned all throughout college and high school and early on and I'm going to stop doing that, like Jake was saying, and go do ministry. But there's not that safety net, you know? Yeah. And so tell me what that's like, because that's got to be nerve-wracking <laughs> to go, hey, guys, uh, I've graduated college, mom, dad, and uh, I need, uh, need need to go ask people for help and support. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, um, it's been really cool in a lot of ways because when I really like to – I love telling my story about how I got involved in the Navigators, what – the woman that invested in me, just the the impact that she's had on my life and all the things that I've learned because of her. Shout out to Rachel Nelson. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's up, Rachel? <laughs> and then kind of the, the impact that I've been able to have on a girl that I've been meeting with and then watching her meet with someone else now as a just finished her freshman year. Um, that would be Miranda and Mackenzie. I love Shout them Shout out to Miranda. Yep. Yeah. But not Mackenzie. <laughs> I don't think I trust her. I don't, oh my gosh. I don't know enough about her yet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah so they... It, it's just cool to see each one of them kind of grasp this generational mindset of, oh my gosh, my life can be significant, not just because I say that it is or someone else says that it is, but because Jesus says that it is. Yeah. And then that I could pour my life out so that someone else could know Jesus so that their life could be significant. This storyline that... Jesus has created for us that he invites us into is so much greater than anything that I could ever give my life to. And so in a lot of ways, it's still really hard to say the hard yeses to Jesus of like, okay, I'm going to trust the Lord fully for all provision in my life and trust that he will raise up people in my circle and potentially other circles to partner alongside me as we, as I do this. But it's been really sweet to see people respond and be like, of course, I want to join you in this and give to this because this is awesome. And you're like being obedient and the Lord is doing crazy things on UGA's campus in a place that at a D1 huge school that often is a party school um, that a lot of people just don't think that there's light there. And so to be part of that has been really cool. Right. So Rachel is the one that poured into you. Correct. And I know I could think of, you know, Chris, Nathan, Ursula. Becca, people who poured into my life. If I didn't say your name, not because I, I just can't think of you. Right now. <laughs> you know, somebody's listening. Like, You're oh, gonna get a DM yeah, after yeah. this. I thought I poured into you when you were in school. <laughs> I hope you know Jesus. I'm like, oh, sorry guys. Uh, but what what was some of the things that like really stuck? Like what Rachel said to you. I know maybe it's the time and like the amount of like intentional mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. that she spent with you. But was there anything that she just kind of said? I was like, man, that kind of sticks with me a little bit. That now that you've learned it from her, what was that? And then what did you take? And pour into, you said, Mackenzie was the other girl? Miranda is Miranda. the one that I meet with, and then oh, Miranda meets with Mackenzie. Okay, so yeah. what was something that you took from Rachel, kind of put your own twist, and then start pouring into Miranda? Oh, man, I can think there's a lot of things. Um, probably, I mean, yeah, the time investment in my life was huge, even just seeing First Thessalonians 2.8. I'm, I'm not going to quote it directly. I'm going to just paraphrase. paraphrase. But it basically says, like, so we cared for you because we loved you so much. We delighted to share not only the gospel of God, but our own lives as well. And so really just seeing her do that, that she, one, cared so much about me that she wanted me to know Jesus and have a relationship with him, but 
that she also wanted me to know her and her own life and the good things and the really hard things that she shared those with me and um, have really grown in friendship with her. And now she's one of my best friends. Um, and I was a difficult freshman. Like I was, I was not easy. Oh, trust me, we know, <laughs> we know. Ugh, typical. Oh Kaylee. my gosh. There yeah. was there was Facebook groups. There was people on MySpace. Everybody mm-hmm. was talking MySpace. about MySpace. Oh yeah, Kaylee's Kay, Kay super old. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even on MySpace. There's, there's people, people talking about going, me. What is MySpace? <laughs> yeah. They like Google it. It's like, oh, MySpace. Yikes. Oh, 2005. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I was born in 2005. Yikes. Ooh, that makes me feel old <laughs> but, oh man go yeah, ahead that well i was gonna say that's that's a really cool thing another thing about the navigators is is the way you kind of you build relationships with each other because i think that's probably one of the most underrated ways that we can see god oh, in for this sure. world is through other people because what you have to think about if you think about it this way in a kind of different perspective is that um, God created every person on this planet so you can see a piece of God in every single person. And you can see it differently because every person is different, but right. they're all created in the image of God. And so that's a really awesome part for me to hear about from you is that it's it's not just about developing a relationship with Jesus. It's about developing a relationship with others that in turn helps you develop a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm you end up caring more about Jesus because of these relationships with other people. And then you end up caring more about these people because of your relationship with Jesus. It's just this awesome, amazing circle that you just find yourself in and you keep, and it keeps growing and expanding because you guys are just, you keep (laughs) like flowing down this line of just you pour into somebody, they pour into somebody and it just keeps going. And it's just an awesome thing. You call that like a ripple effect? A ripple effect. That's exactly what that is. (laughs) Way to go, Ben. We'll mark that up on your, on your wall of awesome, (laughs) awesome realizations. Um, so, so Rachel poured into Mm -hmm. you, you poured into Miranda, Miranda Mm -hmm. pours into McKenzie and now you're going to this impact of your life. Obviously you're still studious, still killing it. And now you're working with, them out like you've graduated now you're going right. back on staff mm-hmm. what is your role slash what is your goal like what how's it going to look different you know than what you were as a student right Cause even as a mature senior student which, which you were and you're pouring into it your role is different you're mm-hmm. not a college student anymore so what does that look like what are your goals what are your intentions with that yeah, so as a student, some of my, I met weekly, so Rachel met weekly with me, I met weekly with Miranda, and I led um, Miranda's Bible study, which was then the, the sophomore Bible study, the sophomore girls, but I, um, but I was so limited in the time that I could give to them, and so I had, you know, there were, and then I, I got, I received training, and I went to my own Bible study, and then we have weekly nav nights is what we call them where everybody in the ministry meets and there's a speaker we do worship all that um but that was basically all that I had to give time to and so on staff and I, my capacity was limited and in, in the number of students I could meet with this semester this year I could really only meet with one which was Miranda um so now going on staff I'll have a higher capacity because I'll be full-time just doing ministry that there are administrative things that we have to do and things we have to plan as a staff team. Um, and then weekly extended time with Jesus that's in my schedule, but then I'll have a ton of time to prep for my meetings with students that I'll be able to have time to pray for them and say, Lord, what do you want me to like, what do you want us to spend time in that they could learn 
whatever about you today or this week. And um, I'll have a higher capacity to meet with more students as well. So I'll continue to meet with Miranda and then however many women that that the Lord chooses to kind of give and present and pull my heart towards, um, I'll have a greater capacity to meet with them. And then I'm in charge of recruitment for the freshman women leading their Bible study. Um, We have every other week we have freshman dinners to help them build community and then a few other like events throughout the year. I'll be kind of in charge of planning and stuff like that. So cool, cool. Yeah. And to clarify, you, you to keep saying you you're going on staff with them full time. Correct. But it is not a paid position. Correct. I know we kind of alluded to this earlier, but I wanted to clarify: you are totally reliant on uh, Jesus to bring people into your life to help fund your ability to be a part of this ministry. Yes. So yeah. me being full-time on campus assumes that I have become fully funded. Yep. And what, is there a date involved? August 1st. Oh, is you have to be fully funded by August 1st. Yep. Is there, is there a number? Is that something you can say? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I could say the number it's, so it's $20,000. No, it's more than that. Oh, I was saying like you were trying to. You thought saying, you thought you were being crazy. Yeah. I was saying that twenty thousand a month. Oh. oh no 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 no! It's less than that. Um, it's like thirty three hundred a month. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And that 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 basically covers everything. For that covers you, like. everything: my rent, food, um, ministry expenses, um, like travel costs for ministry things, my insurance. All of that is underneath that umbrella. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so. That's again, like you said earlier, Ben. That's a big step out in faith, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> I really do. Just like to yeah. be able to make that leap because I don't know if everybody could. Well, yeah. and and it's tough too because you know we've been talking about like a lot of mission trips that we've had on the church. We had Mexico, Ecuador. Mm-hmm. We have a high school mission trip, and they each cost different amounts of of money. And and people go like, well, what do they do if they can't raise the money? So I guess they don't get to go. And it's like this realization of like you have to go and like ask for support. Mm-hmm. And people are so afraid to ask for support. Mm-hmm. But like if Jesus is putting on your heart to do this, you have to go get the support. Yeah, you have to you be know? willing you have to be willing to do if it's writing letters what, what you have to you do know? just to step out and 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 make that proclamation that this is where I'm supposed to be and what yeah. I'm supposed to be doing, so I have to rely on the Lord to provide I mean, for that. Let me ask you, is it is it kinda awkward? Asking somebody initially, like, like, hey, uh, I need some money. But then you, like, try to realize, well, it's not like I'm trying to, s- like, sell them a ShamWow product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's know. not, like, doing a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Or anything. Nah, like, nah, this nah. is, like, like this legit. Is legit. You give me $1,000, I can make $40,000. <laughs> like, like, like a televangelist <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh, like, yeah, I'm not trying to be like You're that. looking for healing. <laughs> Send me $1,000. <laughs> we will yeah. plant the seeds of faith. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. Somebody uh, on the phone has lupus. My, my wa- <laughs> <laughs> And if you play $1,000 right now, we will heal that lupus. Somebody, <laughs> somebody watching tonight has this disease. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I got that disease. Oh. I got I to gotta, I gotta give him some money. Yeah. No, it's nothing like that. Actually, can't. My wife and I met with Kaylee last week to to talk about this kind of stuff, and I kind of already knew mm-hmm. when we were getting together we were going to talk about some sort of financial support and stuff like that. And my wife and I made the decision that um, we, you know, we can't. I'm I'm in full time ministry too, but I work for a church. Um, but 
it, it may come as a surprise to some of you out there, but full-time ministry isn't a glamorous, <laughs> uh, glamorous uh, w- job. But that's a decision I made right. um, when I stepped into the position I'm in. Um, but I, I believe wholeheartedly in the power of God to provide what mm-hmm. I need for my family and and for other people that I care about. So it's a, a decision my wife and I made to jump on board with Kaylee and... Um, I believe in what she's doing, so I want to be a part of it however I can. I was the opposite. I was blindsided. <laughs> she came in there. She's like, what's Please. up, Ben? She brought, she, brought, she brought in ice cream. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> tell sure, me, tell me. Get some ice cream. And as halfway through it, she's like, oh, that costs you know a certain amount of money each month. You ate that ice cream. And I was like, okay. Now I feel entrapped. You're taking away from my ministry fund eating that ice cream. I'm gonna need you to fill that back in. I was like, man, that's that's a great that's a great sales pitch. Oh gosh. So if Kayla texts you after this, is like, hey, you want to get some ice cream? Run away. There's a lot, Ben. No, is it is it fair to say that we could, if if people are listening to this and are uh, interested in what Kaylee's doing and and maybe being a part of some sort of support system that they could DM us and yeah come on DM and, the and Great White Buffalo podcast we'll connect with Kaylee we'll probably tag her in one of our posts yeah absolutely and she goes, that, that's okay with Kaylee that's fine uh, oh she's like yeah yeah she's fine <laughs> so what are what are some challenges that you think I was just thinking about this because when I was in Wesley I got to be on leadership I didn't work with Wesley afterwards mm-hmm. well actually. Take that back. I'm on the board of directors That's for true. Wesley. Shout out to you and G Wesley. And I love it. Love the college ministry. It saved my life. Love it. Well, also the youth ministry that I helped out with, but I was in college, so all ministry within college. But there were some challenges that I, I realized, like working in the ministry, that there's people you have to work with, mm-hmm. that sometimes you know you butt heads, you know you're on the same mission. What are some some obstacles that you feel like Man, I'm gonna have some some things to work with, with within navigators. Yeah. Um, well, so one is just like getting into people's lives is really messy, <laughs> and so you yeah. just like regardless of whether you're you have some kind of authority position above them, or you're working alongside them, or someone else is above you. There's just like, and with the world being broken and sin, all those things, you're just like people just disagree, and you have conflict, and so. Our student leaders are, um, we train them in a little bit of how to deal with that. And so all of our staff know how to deal with conflict and stuff like that. But at least, you know, big picture, every situation is different. So I think, um, yeah, I know for myself, I tend to be like a big performer. And so I'll do, I'll like take on way too much and I'll do all these things and I know how to airbrush failure to make it look like a success. <laughs> I love that's a, that. That's I a love skill, that. That's a skill that not a lot of people have. Yeah, so. but it's not helpful. Right. Um, all the time. So occasionally it is helpful, but basically it just means that I like don't know how to fail well. And so I think I have learned a little bit about um, what that looks like and how to fail like epically <laughs> really bad. But um, I think that's something that I'll be have to grow in for sure. It's just like doing that, disappointing people, letting people down and being able to bounce back from that. And then working alongside, transitioning from at the campus that I'm at. So I graduated from UGA and I'm going back there on staff, just figuring out some of those dynamics of like, I was a student, but now I'm on staff. So now I technically am like have more power than you. And, and 
trying to figure out the respect dynamic, but also being like, these people are my friends and I want to treat them like my friends as well. I would say a power can go to your head if you're not careful. Right. It's like, I have power. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean. There's only one ultimate power. Right. right. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say, you know, talking about your failure and like the brushing thing, I remember in high school, my senior year, I was doing this work study program. I had to leave the high school and go do work study. And this guy, there's two of them. One of them I loved. The other guy, kind of butted heads with a couple times but he said something that was like super impactful but i didn't really want to acknowledge that was impactful because i didn't really <laughs> mm-hmm. like him but you're like i know you're right but i just ugh. wish it came from the other guy but he said you know there's a lot of different personalities and he had out this book and he said you sometimes fall into the yes man where like you don't really want to let people down or make them unhappy or um, you know unpleased them so you say yes to a lot of things and that way you can, you know, and sometimes you do a good job and you say yes and you mm-hmm. do it. But sometimes you say yes and you overstretch yourself and then you don't do good. And then they'll, you know, and you fail them. And then you drop the ball on a lot of things. And he says, you're the yes man, Ben. Like, da, da, da. And that kind of reminded me a little bit what you're talking about. Like, yeah. you take on a little bit too much and then you fail some things and you have to, like, try to backtrack and be like, ooh, like, I didn't mean to <laughs> fail this. Uh, but I did epically and how do I cover it up? So I, I know that. I, I relate to that. I, yeah. that I have a hard time saying no, too. Um, I'm a people pleaser. Um, but fortunately, I'm also a, a problem solver. So even if I don't know the answer to a question or a problem, um, I tend to be able to think around trying to how to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that's something that you can you can kind of grasp onto, too. I'm yeah. sure you can. Kaylee's very bright. <laughs> Thanks. She'll handle it just fine. Yeah, she'll crush it. Yeah. So, Kaylee, right now, ben. give me a funny college story. This, you, we're Ooh. talking about ministry a lot, mm-hmm. and it's a college ministry. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening to this podcast, either going to college, been to college, has seen a college, has heard of a college. Has <laughs> uh, driven by a college. <laughs> driven by a college. Maybe, maybe they, they heard it earlier in the podcast, so they know what a college uh. is now. Tell us what do you got? I know you got some some crazy stories in college. Oh, man, some can you give me like stories. a category? I'm really bad with a broad. Wait, if I said like story. illegal college stories, does that? Did a you ever live? Did you did you ever live in a dorm or was it always yes, an apartment? I lived so tell us some in dorm, a dorm stories. Oh, dorm stories oh, are. Oh, I'm trying to think. It's been so long because I I lived in one that was that people you know people were in and out a lot and I saw a lot of people freshman year and then sophomore year I lived in a dorm too but. I lived at the end of the hall just near the laundry, so nothing really exciting happened. Um, But, well, I feel like, honestly, some of the most funny things were just really weird, absurd things that would happen regularly. Like, there was one of my friends who I I still communicate with. I love her dearly, but would also ultra competitive. So one time I walked outside my dorm. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm about to go to the bathroom to brush my teeth. And she is walking, like pacing up and down the hallway, brushing her teeth, pacing up and down the hallway. And I was like, Weird. I was like, Caroline, what are you doing? Um, and so she just kind of keeps going and she comes back with like a toothbrush in her teeth and is like, and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what are you saying? But she was trying to beat everyone with steps. She had a Fitbit. Oh, yeah. And she was trying to beat oh, all her friends. Trying to get my steps in. And her steps. So oh she had hit 10,000 earlier that day, but was trying to beat every single person that she had see, like synced up with or whatever on her thing. And so... Just walking around the dorm. Just, just chilling. I got a story one time. 
I was an RA for two years. Mm, so yeah, had, you get some wild stories. Yeah, I, I have, some wild I've ones. heard a few of those. Um, and I had I had freshman guys too. So if anybody's gonna do stupid stuff, it's gonna be freshman guys. And so one night I hear a in the hallway. I was like, God, just, I didn't want to go outside, but you knew like you uh-huh. had to. And so like I walked out. I was like, What are y'all doing? And this guy's on the ground and just like in pain, just moaning. Like, <laughs> it was like, okay, that guy's not not doing well. And they were playing football in the hallway. Oh yeah. And so the guy, oh, I'm trying to remember his name. I think his name is Ryan. Shout out to Ryan if that's your name. He hit the wall and with his knee and dislocated his knee. Oh. And so he's on the ground and he's like, he went super pale white and he's not a pale guy in general, but he went super pale mm-hmm. white and his knee is dislocated. It's like hanging off to the side. Gross. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, and he's like, I, I, I can't feel it. I can't move my leg. And I was like, okay, well, it's not sliced off. All right, we'll be okay. And so we go and we had to like call like the medics or whatever to come like help him out. His roommate, this is like, Three different stories in one. His roommate comes out, and he had like a Justin Bieber like haircut is back in the day, <laughs> and he dyed it blue. Back when it was popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he dyed it blue. It was like so edgy. He, he walks by his roommate right on the ground. Did it have like, bleach tips too? Probably. This guy was kind of a tool. Like the, def- <laughs> like the definition of it. And I hope he's not listening to this. Cause no, I hope he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he may come. Beat you me know up. who you are. I can't remember his name, but. He uh he walks by his roommate and is like, dude, that sucks. And like walks off. Like doesn't help him out. Doesn't like the guy's in pain. And so the next day, Ryan like comes in and is like, hey man, like, you know, my knee's feeling better, da da da. Also, my roommate's a jerk. And I was like, Yeah, he is. Da da da. He goes, and he's got weed in his room. Oh. So Oh, he just, he just gave him up. <laughs> yeah, he gave him up. Dang. And so That's what he gets. Yeah, and so I was like, all right, well, I gotta do what I gotta do as an RA. And so they go, the campus police come, and they're like knocking the doors, like, campus police, let us in. And you hear like shuffling, da da da. They open the door. I, I don't know if I told you told this story. me this they, before. <laughs> they open the door, and they're like, hey, it smells like weed. And he's like, oh, hey, that's not me. That's not me. And the guy was like, uh, well, why is your back window open? We live on the fifth floor. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, I'm just getting the air breeze. You know how it is. You know, it gets hot in here. And he's like, oh, okay. Hey, uh, partner, why don't you uh, go down there and check it out? And he's like, what? No, you don't have to do that. He's like, ah, we're going to do that. And so you're you know, down the stairs, da, 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 da. And then you hear like, yep, found the joint. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, well, that's not mine. You can't prove that. Oh, and he's my like, gosh. Yes, just, we can. Bro, just, just say, okay, you got on. me. You yeah. got me. Uh, Fine. And luckily, it was like under like an ounce or something. So it wasn't like a oh, good. federal It wasn't crime. a felony. Yeah. Felony, yeah. yeah. And so, and then. A- yeah, ask Kaylee what it was. She should know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's true. And, and, the, and the third part was, so he got like kicked out of like the campus, but he was trying to not get kicked out of school, like mm-hmm. still be enrolled. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to be a character witness. And they were like the blue haired kid? Yeah, the blue haired yes. Yeah, that said, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Well, that's the story I told. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not the best of character. <laughs> and they were Dang. like, he was like, Yeah, that was pretty like, like he had he acknowledged that he was not a good person yeah. at that time in life. Like okay. he was going through a dark phase. I think he's better now. That's yeah. good. One of the things that used to happen to me all the time that I never learned from and I should have 
is in the dining hall, my food was never safe. And I should never leave my food at a table and go somewhere else. Because I would like make like a sandwich or I'd get my food and set it down and go to get a drink. Mm-hmm. And I'd come back and take a bite of something and they had dumped salt all over it, hot sauce, oh. put hot sauce. In, like uh-uh. one time I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because there was nothing great happening in the food line. And I, to preface, I went to um, a very small private college. Um, so the dining hall was also very small. Um, and so, you know, you look at the buffet, it's not like a lot of these campuses that have these huge areas for dining and there's all these different options. It's just one buffet. Mm-hmm. And if that's not it, then you have a salad or a sandwich or something. So I made a PB&J and I went to sat, uh, sat it down and I went to go back to get a drink and I came back and just took a big bite of a hot sauce PB&J and oh. I never learned my lesson. Oh, I just, man. I don't know, I was an idiot. I just could not... You weren't like, man, I don't remember putting hot sauce in this. No, nothing <laughs> like that. I immediately was like... Blah, 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 blah. That was back when I would really get like, uh, like I'd just throw the thing away and I'm out of here. I, you guys are jerks. <laughs> I hate all of you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hang out later? Yeah, yeah, hang yeah, out that's later. What, yeah, that's what, yeah. Well, <laughs> we... Uh, Back when we were in, uh, when Scott and I were in college, Scott's been on the podcast before. Shout out to Scott. What's up, Scott? Uh, that was back when the uh, the Lego games just started coming out on on uh, like consoles <laughs> uh-huh. and stuff, so like Lego Star Wars and stuff. So like I'd be like sitting in the cafe eating my food, and all of a sudden I'd look up, and Scott just came in the door, and he'd hold his hands up like he's got an imaginary controller, like being like, "Want to play Legos?" <laughs> and I'd be like. I'm done. I'm out. And then I just toss my food. I wouldn't even eat, finish it, and we just go play Legos. Sandwich. I- Why didn't you just take it with you? <clears throat> Kaylee. Dang okay. it. <laughs> Little Miss Lawyer over there trying to get us all. Yeah, I know. She's, yeah. Thanks a lot for making me feel like an idiot. Yeah, for real. No, I was. I was a moron. Uh, so, but yeah, that's. You're great. You're great. I, I, we, I would miss class just to play, like, we playing with toys, like a bunch of, like, two children in my dorm playing Lego, t- Lego video games. Now, Scott played a little more than Jake did, and that's why it took Scott 12 years to graduate. Truth. Yeah. Truth. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. That happened. We'll see if you listen to this episode. Classic yeah. college yeah. boy. Classic, right? classic college boy. Right. Yep. I do have, um, we also had to do like hall socials, you know, where we like play. Yeah, we called it stuff. hall. We called it hall program. Yeah, hall program. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I did a social where we did a poker night, and I went and bought a bunch of IBC root beers and like uh, had poker chips and like did like a bunch of cookies and stuff. And all the guys came, and I told them like, "Hey, I'm inviting a guy who's nor- like famous in the North Georgia area for being a poker player. Plays da da da. Uh oh. And so my friend came. And it's Avery Ross. Shout out to Avery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Avery is not a famous poker player at all. But he was taking a drama class at the time, like an acting class. And I was like, we just thought it'd be funny if, like, his acting role was to be his poker player. And so he goes in, he's dressed up, and he's like, he's talking the game, like, you know, yeah, you know, I did a little online, just figuring it out, see if I was good at it. Went to a couple tournaments and, like, did well. Like, super small stories. Never go. Yeah, what to Vegas? Won two million dollars. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Believe you, that. You, you make it believable. Yeah, so you do all these small stories, and so we go into this first game, and it just oh my god, it lucked out. And so we're like, we're doing the cards, we're all shuffling in and playing the cards, playing like Texas Hold'em, and Avery goes, "Holy smokes, I have a three of a kind, like with kings." It's like, <laughs> and so he plays it cool, da da da, like you know, does the da, and this other guy. Was like I, I have a good hand too. I came in the residence hand, so they keep going back and forth. You play for real money? No, 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 It's a hall, so it's just chips. I, I didn't know if you had to like uh, buy in or something. We, we like did that. a we did a prize if you won. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Most chips wins a prize at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. And it was like from the hall social, like from our budget. 
not from gambling or anything. And so they went in and Avery destroyed him. And everybody was like, oh my God, this guy's so legit. so believable. Yeah. Oh, he's like, man. He's like, this guy's so good. He like That's destroyed awesome. him. And Avery's like, oh, you know, I just I, I was able to count and like just he, knew. He, he played like, it cool. He played it so cool. Man, awesome. And then the best part was, so we did it the night. We kind of ended up stop playing because poker takes forever, uh-huh. you know, especially if you don't want to bet a lot of money. And so it was all good. I had a great time. And then, like, the next, like, couple of days, Avery came to come play some Xbox or something. They're like, hey, you're, you're the poker guy. What, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm friends with Ben. Like, I go to college here. And they're like, wait, what? You go to college here? <laughs> like, yeah. And then they saw him, like, all throughout the whole semester because he'd always come hang out. And it's like, wait a minute. We got duped. <laughs> yeah. professional poker you player. still crushed him, though. Yeah, still crushed him. Still oh, crushed him. Gosh. I like that to play happened. little pranks on freshmen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That happens. You can yeah. do that because they don't know what's not normal. So yeah, that's, really that's, true. that's true. That's uh, true. We used to have we used to um, have guys on campus that had been on campus for a while, um, and we used to call it, this is this doesn't make sense because it's a totally different thing, but we used to call them cougars because they would prey on freshman girls, like girls who just got on campus and they would like, like be like, oh, I'll show you around. I'll 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 be your friend. I'll teach you all the stuff or whatever. And like, and then somebody else would go up and be like, don't hang out with that guy. He's been he's been doing it to four other girls before you got here. <laughs> he used to do that all the time. Shoot. Yeah, I had the opposite problem when I was a freshman. He was like repellent. <laughs> Senior girls. He's, he's, like, he's girl like, repellent. Hey girls, he's like, ew. <laughs> Get on out of here, you nasty. Ew. I was like, I promise I'm cool. <laughs> you guys want to see my Pokemon cards? <laughs> you want to see my lightsaber collection? It's real cool. Yeah. I have a good heart. <laughs> As they run away. My mom said so. <laughs> she loves me. No? Okay. All oh, right. okay. Next time. Uh, I was thinking about this, too. I, we didn't talk about how we first met. No, we didn't. And I don't really remember. So I was hoping I you th- remember. <laughs> I think I just showed up at at youth and you were there. Okay, wow. <laughs> I think it was That's like, how I met him they, too. Yeah, yeah. I'll say you and Jake had, had an epic or, story. Oh wait, or was pickleball wasn't the first time that I met you. Mm. No, I, I met you before. It, that. it had to be on a Sunday night. You came back yeah, from being from school. I'm sure. You you started at the church in March of twenty seventeen, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm and sure. And you you yeah. probably came back in the mm-hmm. summer from Visit. school and Actually, I do remember. Oh, here we go. I do remember. It it. It took me a second because I I knew it was something. It wasn't just a regular Sunday. We were doing renovations downstairs. Yes. Downstairs of the youth house because we were like painting the walls. That's right. And And out of the doors and that that small room and everything. Kathy Scarf was there. Shout out to Kathy and the whole Scarf family. And you came and Uh I was like, man, who's this cool chick? And she's like, she was like, Kaylee Matthews. I was whatever. That's the first time. Yeah. We were doing some renovations. Because that's when Grant was interning. Yeah, that's and I think right. you or Boom. Scott was like, hey, we're doing renovations. Come by. Come hang camp, out. So. And we play pickleball sometimes. Come hang mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And that's, that's how it happened. Yeah. Are we allowed to tell Grant stories? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do that in another episode. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we got some. There is some few, there's a few. <laughs> yeah. And then he can listen to it and get butt hurt. <laughs> nah, he love it. He's, he does. I bet he would come on the podcast. I bet you would he too. Probably would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Grant in a long time. Well, Kaylee, what's your last piece of advice, wisdom for all the people? Oh gosh, that is like that's that's, that's a loaded question. That a is a bit. loaded question. Okay, well, Jake, Jake, what do you take away from this so far? This oh, I, I just, I just am super inspired at at understanding 
the path that God has laid out for you and being bold enough to take the step in that direction. And so I think that's a good lesson for everybody is to prayerfully consider not what you think your life should be, but what God has called you to be and God has called you to do and take that step in boldness. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, I think be that's bold. an excellent lesson to be talking Absolutely. about, to be bold and follow the path that God has laid out for you. And that can be terrifying too. Can be, mm-hmm. but that's what our that's what our faith is all about. Man. If you believe that God is who He says He is, and that Jesus did what He what we read about, and what we sing about, and what we pray about, and what we believe about Him, and what we are thankful for, if He did all those things for us, that's what our faith is: to be bold, to be bold in those situations where I'm not sure if if I'm gonna have the money to be able to afford food tomorrow. But if this is where I'm supposed to be, and God is calling me to do this. That I need to believe that he's going to provide right. for me. And yeah, that's that's good. very bold. And so I think that that's a good... We'll just say that. Hashtag be yeah. bold. Yeah. All right. I thought of something. Oh, here we go. Okay. What you got, Kelly? Right. Um, I was thinking about this the first thing earlier when we were talking about failure, but my friend Rachel said this is a life verse for me, which made me a little bit irritated, but it's fine. Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, well, here I go. This is my weakness. I'm forgetting everything. Um, but basically, it goes on to say, like, in persecution, in difficulties, that is why, for Christ's sake, I can boast. Nope. I still lost it. <laughs> uh, but so I need to look it up real quick. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but he ends with, for when I am weak, then I am strong. So just this idea that in in my weaknesses that Christ is actually glorified because it shows the difference between how Christ is sufficient always and everything. And I'm not. And that's a good thing. Because yeah, because if we, if we could handle everything that this world has for us on our own, there'd be no need for Jesus to come here and do what he did for us. So we have to be able to be okay with the fact that I don't have it all together. I'm not strong in every situation. That's why I need to rely on Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to see what I can kind of get out of this is like I have thinking about like I have struggles, you know, in life. I have things that I struggle with, things that I'm not the best at, things that are probably detrimental to my faith and like you know, things that we all kinda are deep dark secrets and deep things and we try to like hide those to ourselves and try to hide it to God. But when I hear your story and I, and I, and I know you more so than this podcast sure. and getting to hear you and getting to know you is, is challenging yourself to not to give into those fears, not give into those, those shadows and kind of shine a light on it and go like, you know, the story I was talking about was that Bible study a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. was the, the story of the good Samaritan. Everybody talks about how, you know, we should be more like the good Samaritan to be the guy who, showed mercy, showed love, and showed compassion for this person. But the person that I struggle with the most in the story is not the first person who are the robbers, the person who stole stuff, da, 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 but it's the second person who's a priest mm-hmm. who sees nothing and or sees everything and does nothing. And I, I feel like I, a lot of times I'm the priest, you know, or people are the priest where they see it and they know that the priest, which means they they proclaim to be a Christian, they proclaim to follow the Lord, and they right. proclaim to follow the God, but they do nothing. And I feel like a lot of times we, I, I personally, I'll speak for myself, get stuck in that priest position, I, and I settle for not doing the bad stuff. I'll settle for being the priest. But when I hear your story, it's someone who goes, 
I can see what it's like being a priest, and I'm going to choose to be the good Samaritan. I'm going to choose to do the good. I'm going to choose to show mercy and compassion and, and love one another, and that's hard. It's hard to do. I think that's a daily decision you got to choose to. Got to be intentional, yeah, baby. Got to yeah, be sure. intentional. We're in 2019. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm so impressed with that. And I hope the listeners here, you know, hear that you're, you're being bold and that you're having compassion, that you're doing what your heart tells you, what the Lord tells you, but also you're, you're doing it because you're good at it too. You know, you're naturally talented at connecting with people and loving people. And I've never seen so flawlessly, the last couple of weeks, um, Kayla's been coming to Wednesday Night Bible Study, and she, you connect with people in such a genuine, you know, heartfelt level, and it's just really sincere. And you're going to be doing that in Athens, and you're going to be doing it throughout the rest of your life. And so I just hope the people know that if you have an opportunity to get to know Kelly Matthews, don't don't waste it. Thanks, yeah, man. absolutely. We wanna we wanna encourage you again. If if what you've heard today from Kaylee about her story and about what she's gonna be doing uh, has uh, inspired you to maybe want to be a part of um, her her support team, either financially, prayerfully, whatever. Send us a DM. Let's let's hear about it. We'll put you in touch with Kaylee, and then she could give you some more info about what she's gonna be doing and uh, what she needs because she's gonna need. Over uh, one overall prayer, she definitely Amen. needs to need prayer and support that way. But financial support is a big thing. We don't want to glaze over that. We want to, you know, that's that's going to be a big deal. Um, and I think that's God puts us in yeah. each other's lives to support each other. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we want to encourage you to do that. Um, we'll make that happen. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Follow us on Apple and Podbean. Leave a review. Leave a five-star rating. It helps the podcast a lot. We love you. We thank you. And we'll see you next time on the GWB Podcast.